0: What it do baby yeah you already know what it do baby what it do what it do clipper nation what is going on i have not said that in so long welcome back to another episode of shoot the tray uh follow me on twitter at trey um i post uh, Clipper analysis, um, I try to tune into all the games, but oh my gosh, I feel so out of sorts because I have no idea what I'm saying. I, it has been so long since I've said that. Um, I honestly have no idea how long this pod's going to be because I just want to catch up with you guys, let you know where I've been, um, where I was all last season, but um, I have uh, made a new schedule and I'm, I'm ready to tackle the season with you guys. Um, I haven't made a pod in over a year, and I'll explain why and uh, like where I've been and all that good stuff. So, Man, I, I've missed you guys, man. I've really been thinking about coming back to the pod for a long time, and no better time than now when a special season is upon us, um, and uh, I wanted to get things off right. Um, tonight's opening night. It's uh, October 20th, and I'm recording this. Um, before we get into anything, I just want to kind of catch up with you guys, tell you guys where I've been and uh, give you guys my new pod schedule so um the last time I recorded a pod was right after the 2020 2021 season uh, i think it was sometime in july i think after the season was over or whatever um and to be honest man ever since then i've uh you know i've i've i have two jobs now that i'm working um and i've just had no time at all to do anything um i missed a ton of clipper basketball last season just being so busy Um, with like work and I was still in school I'm no longer in school so I freed up a little bit of time but um, I was doing two jobs and I was at school uh, like this whole last season so I missed a ton of clipper games which sucks but um, I'm back in full swing now and um, I'm gonna be going over my schedule a little bit later Um, for the pod today we're gonna be going over my schedule um, some preseason observations I was able to catch a good amount of preseason my record prediction who starts a point guard um my the laker game preview tonight and uh some other cool little nidbits and stuff so man i've missed you guys i uh if you guys are still listening to the pod you know there's a lot of people that used to listen to it um when i was you know in full swing releasing episodes after every single game um if you guys are listening to this new episode i really appreciate you guys um for being here um and to all the new listeners welcome um my name's Trey i've been a Clipper fan um since i was a little guy i'm 20 years old and um yeah i just love clipper basketball i love hoops and um i try my best you know break the game down and like give you my thoughts and analysis whether it be on here or on twitter and i used to have a blog uh, called shoot the tray but uh, I don't think I'm gonna be continuing that I think I'm just gonna you know focus on my podcast and try to build that up Maybe I might start up my blog again at some point But as of right now, I just kind of want to you know settle down Enjoy the basketball enjoy the ride and uh, you know, just make some podcasts whenever I can Um, so let's get into my potting schedule what I plan on doing So I plan on releasing a podcast every single sunday just Recapping the games and like observations that i've had from the games prior so, um Hopefully we'll have an episode out on Sunday recapping um, some of the games. Speaking of Sunday, I will be at the Clippers home opener. I will be there in person. My first game since Game 3 of the 2021 Conference Finals. The first Conference Finals game in Clippers history. That was the last game I went to. And my boy and I, we were going um, to the home opener against the Suns on Sunday night. So there probably obviously won't be a pod then. Maybe I'll release one on Monday just recapping the game. But um, I hope to meet some of you guys and see some familiar faces from when I last was at the um, uh, crypto.com arena, I guess you want to call it now. Um, But yeah, I will be there Sunday night against the Suns home opener, Um, and I'm super excited for it. Uh, maybe we'll get to see Kawhi come off the bench. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, that was a crazy report this morning. We'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, so I plan on making a podcast every single Sunday um recapping the games from the weeks before um whether that be you know a couple back-to-backs or whatever or maybe there's like an injury or god forbid um that we talk about um or whatever so yeah hopefully every single sunday i release a podcast and if i there's some reason i'm not able to i will you know obviously tweet that out or whatever but yeah i'm trying to catch as many clipper games as i can this season i'm still really really busy with work and stuff but sundays are my uh days off where i just get to kind of chill so i uh, if i can talk clipper ball with anybody Or, you know, just talk about it with myself. To you guys, that's what I'm going to do. So hopefully I do want to have some of you guys come on here eventually. I know I didn't have any guests when I used to do the pod. But um, I'm looking forward to, you know, having some of you guys uh, come on here at some point. You know, I have a lot of you guys on Twitter. You know, follow me. Um, You know, we talk ball all the time. So, yeah, man, I'm getting uh, really, really excited. Uh, I mean... Time is ticking closer and closer to the Clippers home op- not the home opener, the, the Lakers home opener, which is against us, um, and we're going to preview that a little bit later. But um, let's jump into the preseason, uh, just with a couple observations. I just want to talk about a few players. Starting off with Marcus Morris, it looked really, really good in the preseason, um, was actually blowing by people, had a couple dunks, um, was really, really impressed to see uh, Marcus out there You know, doing his thing. Um, was making some tough shots i mean I think the biggest thing for me was um, defensively he was just moving a lot better and um, he was um, what you would call it he was uh, he was just blowing by people a lot better um you know and like i said uh, he had he already had more dunks in this preseason than he did all of last season which is very impressive so if we get this version of Marcus Morris um, I know there's a lot of like a lot of people are on the fence about this guy a lot of people wanted him traded. And, uh, I mean, I get it, but, like, if we can get this version of Marcus Morris, the slimmed-down version, this guy that can blow by people and, you know, hold his own on defense and just not be a chair on defense, I think that um, he'll be really good for us in that starting lineup. Um, And, of course, Kawhi Leonard finally making his return to NBA basketball. um, Was super stoked to see him out there. Made his first three of the preseason. Uh, Obviously, his minutes were cut really, really short. I mean, all the starters' minutes are pretty much cut pretty short. Um, there was a few times where they just played the first half, like maybe like 13, 14 minutes. I think Kawhi played like 18 minutes one night. That was about it. Um, but second half has just been for the young guys, as preseason usually is. This isn't just like a clipper thing. A lot of the preseason stars or their starting lineup or their best players will only play like the first half or whatever. And then they'll sit just to get some good reps in just to kind of get the blood flowing or whatever. But yeah, not too worried about Kawhi. He looked really, really good. Obviously very rusty. But um, there he had some short spurts where he was like, you know, blowing by people. Had, his, had a couple of nice dunks. Um, had some really nice uh, contested mid ranges that we were all used to seeing. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm really excited for Kawhi to, to make his uh, return tonight uh, officially. Um, uh, maybe he'll come off the bench, as Chris Haynes reported. Uh, we'll actually touch up on that real quick. Um, Chris Haynes reported this morning that Kawhi Leonard could possibly come off the bench. And, uh, me personally, I'm gonna call bullshit. Um, I don't think it makes any sense to me to start him in preseason games and then all of a sudden, um, bring him off the bench to, quote, manage his minutes. I mean, you've seen this before. You can literally start, you can, there's no issue with starting him and managing his minutes that way. I just don't see why they would bring him off the bench to manage his minutes. That makes zero sense to me. So, me personally, I'm gonna call BS on that and still say Kawhi starts with, along with Marcus Morris. Um, I think Reggie Jackson will start. Paul George, Avita Zubats, and uh, Marcus Morris. Uh, I think those guys are going to start. Um, yeah, that's that, that's it for me on the point guard situation. Um, I just I just don't think John Ball gets to start yet. Uh, I think maybe at some point he will take it. But um, speaking of John Wall, we'll touch on him in the preseason real quick. Had a lot of great moments. Um, he still looks like the fastest player on the court whenever he's on there, which is very promising to see. Um, the defense, I don't think, is quite there. He died on a lot of screens um, during the preseason, I feel like. Um, I just don't think the defensive chops are there um, as much as they used to be. I mean, he used to be one of the best defending guards in the league. Um, but, I mean, I think he could still you know, be decent. He's not going to be a negative defender, I don't think. But, um, obviously, I don't think he'll be as good as he used to be. I mean, just in general. Like, But, I mean, the speed is still top-notch. He's still blowing by people. The pace is crazy. And the Clippers have never had, especially this variation of the Clippers, they have never had a point guard that can run the pace like this on offense during the Kawhi and PG era. Not even in the, the Lob City era. They never had someone like this, I feel like, um, as fast as John Wall is. Um but yeah, I'm really excited to see John Wall. Uh, I do think he's going to come off the bench to start the season. And I would not be surprised if at some point, you know, he's just hooping, he's, he's just balling, and he eventually takes a starting spot. I would not be surprised if that was the case at all. I would not be surprised if that happened. Um, quite frankly, I think it will happen, to be honest with you. And yeah, that's my take on John Wall and Reggie, the starting point guard position. I do think Reggie will start just basically because of the continuity that him, PG, and Kawhi have. And, you know, the numbers were off the charts. Like, the net rating was off the charts with them three when they were on the court together. Um, so, I think to continue that, like, the continuity is, it's a no-brainer, at least for the beginning of the season. But, like I said, if John Wall starts hooping um, then and he's forcing Ty's hand, I mean, he's hes going to start him. He's going to do what's best uh, for the team, which is uh, which you, every Clipper fan could go to bed at ease, knowing that Ty Lu knows what he's doing and he's going to um, start whoever he thinks is better a better fit and right now it's Reggie and Reggie's gonna start in my opinion I think it's a no-brainer to be honest with you but like I said if John Wall takes it he takes it um let's touch up on Musa a little bit um you know going into the draft everyone was pretty skeptical I mean Clippers have not been great at picking in the late first round um and they selected Musa Diabate out of Michigan um and he was another you know big like a raw prospect complete raw prospect and he's looked like he's looked really good in the preseason With the activity um his energy has been there um i'm not sure how tall he is to be honest with you um he, he looks pretty tall uh let me actually look up his height real quick um he's definitely not i don't think he's undersized uh let me actually look diabate height how tall is this guy Six ten. Yeah, he's not an undersized big. I mean, the Clippers have been really bad with picking big men lately in the early, or it's early, the uh, late first round. But Musa looks like the best one they've picked in a little while. Um, I mean, obviously losing Isaiah Hartenstein in free agency is was a terrible loss. Um, but um, the whole backup center thing is uh, really up in the air. It really kind of shouts to me that the Clippers are going to go small a lot with like Roko or Nico at the five or whatever for backup center minutes, which kind of worries me because those guys are getting older, especially Nico. But Musa looked really, really good in the preseason. Had that monster dunk. That was insane. Um, But I think, you know, give him a few years if he's still on the roster. um, Give him some time to develop. I think he is on a two-way, I believe, so he'll be spending a lot of time in the G League. Or, you know, maybe they'll bring him around, um, you know, on on the actual roster to, you know, soak up some minutes or whatever every now and then if zoo gets in like some deep foul trouble you know you can throw him out there on a random night um and maybe see what you can do in like 10 to 12 minutes i don't know I, you obviously don't want to give him too many minutes because he's going to be running out there with like like with a chicken with his head cut off type thing he's got that kind of an, kind of energy but um i think he's going to be solid man if he like develops a little bit of a jump shot um needs to get a little bit stronger he's pretty skinny out there so um I think uh, give him a few years, you know, in the G League to develop a little bit, um, and I think he'll be good. That's gonna be it for my preseason observations. We're gonna move on to my record prediction, and I am absolutely shooting for the stars here. I don't, I do not think the Clippers are gonna fuck around this season. When it comes to you know the lower end comp, uh, I think the Clippers are gonna get the one seed. I think we're gonna get sixty wins this year. My record, my official record prediction is sixty-one and twenty-one. I know that's like a crazy shooting for the stars type prediction, but I, I just, with this roster, man, and how easy our schedule was to start, we can really go off to a good start anywhere between seven and three and eight and two for the first 10 games would be my prediction. I'm going to say eight and two to start off. Anything under seven and three, I'd be a little bit disappointed or anything under eight and two, no, seven, and three. If we're a seven and three, I'll be happy. But six and four, I'd be really disappointed um, with that start. Honestly, even seven and three would be kind of eh. I'm really eight and two or nine and one would be great to start off. Really get the ball rolling. Um, so my official prediction: one seed. I think we're gonna get 61 wins this year. Um, even with like the load management stuff. Obviously, you know Kawhi's gonna get load managed. I don't think Paul George will get load managed. He's. I think he's healthy. Um, we'll see as the season goes on. But I do think Paul George will play um, as long as he's healthy. Um, every single game. Um, but that's a big if, I mean, Paul George with injury history has been, um, definitely heard about, um, Kawhi is going to get load managed, obviously. Um, but John Wall might get load managed too, but I mean, you have a guys like Norman Powell that could start, that could start. And I mean, Norman having all-star aspirations for himself this year, um, great for him, but, uh, uh not sure how to feel about that. I don't, I don't think Norman Powell is going to be an all-star ever um especially if he's going to come off the bench um but I think he is going to get his opportunities to start you know when Kawhi gets load managed or if John Wall's load managing I think John Wall's going to get not John Wall I think uh Norman Powell's going to be like the guy that like gets the start most of the time um but I think um 61-21 I mean this roster no matter who sits I mean if you have one of the stars sitting we're still able to get a win um I mean, as long as we don't get pl- uh, plagued with injuries, I think 16-1 and 21 seems very, very possible. The first 60-win season in franchise history, first one seed in franchise history, and I think hopefully the first championship in franchise history. I do have the Clippers winning the trip this year, as I do pretty much every single year since Kawhi Quiet PG got here, but I think this is definitely the year. If there is a year, this is the best team in Clipper history roster-wise, and I think this season is going to be special. I already talked about who's going to start a point guard. I think it's Reggie Jackson to start. Um, So, yeah, now let's get into my Laker preview, my Laker game preview. Uh, I kind of touched on a little bit, the Kawhi off the bench report from Chris Haynes this morning. I call bullshit. I don't think Kawhi is coming off the bench. I mean, you can load, you can manage his minutes just fine, even if he's still starting. But uh, I do think Kawhi's minutes are going to be managed like a mofo, like really, 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 really low. Um, I think Kawhi is not even going to hit 25 minutes tonight, me personally. Um, maybe, you know, play him, you know, that 22 to 25 range maybe. I don't know. I just don't think he'll get 30 minutes if even that. Um, obviously, Pat Beverly, Newfoundland uh, newfound Laker, um, did not play well at all. He actually got in some big foul t- trouble against the Warriors. Picked up his fourth foul in the first minute of the third quarter, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, did not look good. The Lakers as a whole did not look good. And they played so many three-guard lineups with, like, combinations of Kendrick Nunn, who looked decent, um, Russ, uh, and Pat Bev. Not even to mention Schroeder. Schroeder, sorry, that's, he's out. But, I mean, these three-guard lineups the Lakers were putting out, none of those guys can guard, none of those bigger guys. I mean, Pat Bev, I mean, every now and then, we will get, like, a steal or whatever. But, Man, these three-guard line, these Clippers are going to eat, man. these The Clippers are so, like, full of, like, shot creators. And I just, they're going to eat these three-guard lineups that the Lakers have been thrown out. Um, that's how I see it. I mean, LeBron on defense is not, like, great. It's like, how much does he give a shit on defense type thing. I just think the clip like, no one out there is going to be guarding. Like, who's stopping Kawhi and PG, man? Like, I, I just don't see anyone in the Lakers who's checking these guys. Um, They're, they're all just, like, Klay Thompson, like, he was like shooting over little tiny cones out there, man. I mean, you could just see it, man. It's just the Lakers are just so small, and like especially with these three guard lineups. I mean, I didn't even mention Lonnie Walker, um, who's like who's he? He's athletic, but um, he ain't checking choir PG. Like I, he's definitely not checking them. Um, but I mean, like I said, the Lakers three guard lineups—they just they just didn't look good. Um, because none of those guys can really guard the bigger wings like that. And the Clippers are absolutely full of those bigger wings. Um uh, Wingstop is uh Clipper Nation likes to call it. That's a fire ass name, I'm not gonna lie. Um Clippers are 32 and 8 in the last 40 games versus the Lakers. Just thought I'd put that out there. I found that on Twitter this morning. Um And yeah, man, I have the Clippers winning tonight. I'd want them to kinda embarrass them because the Lakers look so bad, but you gotta kinda, you know, uh take into account that the Lakers are At home, it's their home opener. They're going to be fired up. Patrick Beverly's going to be fired up. He's going to be firing up the crowd. Uh, I mean, LeBron and AD, obviously. I mean, anytime LeBron and AD are playing, man, like, that's going to be a tough team. Like, those guys can win you a game. I mean, if AD is AD, um, who looked decent, I mean, in the first quarter, his activity against the Warriors was really nice, um, getting deflections here and there. Um, But it's just, uh, if AD is shooting jumpers, I'm living um but i mean when ad is physical man he's just so good man he's just so so good um but i mean if he's settling for jumpers like how he has been um then i am uh i'm living man i'm i am big chilling if he hits him he hits him you know what i'm saying um the last time that guy was consistently hitting jumpers was in the bubble and uh, the bubble is the bubble and we don't have to touch on that but Man, I'm uh, really excited for the game tonight. I think the Clippers are going to win. I think they're like a five-point favorite. I think I'm going to take the over on that. I think the Clippers are going to win by double digits. I'm going to say the Clippers win by 12 points tonight. Um, Yeah, man, I just think the Clippers, uh, with this roster, I think they're a lot better than the Lakers uh, at this point in time. And I think the Clippers are going to go on show that tonight on the Lakers' home floor. And, um, yeah, man, I think that's going to wrap up the pod tonight. Tonight. Um, I'll be tweeting the game. I'm definitely tuned into that. Um, and man, I am so excited uh, for a special season. I think it's going to be a great year uh, for Clipper Hoops. I hope you guys are ex- as excited as I am. Like I said, pod's coming out every single Sunday, um, whenever I can, um, recapping games from the past weekend. So, like I said, I'm very excited, and I hope you guys are as well. If this is your first time listening, make sure you guys hit the follow button of the Shoot the Tray and LA Clippers podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Trey LAC.